Hey guys, thanks again for tuning in to another episode of Everything Local. Today I'm joined by Nick from ARB in Thornley. Thanks for joining me. Okay. How are you, Josh? Fantastic, thank you. Um, phenomenal business, been doing it for quite a long time. Why don't you tell yeah. us a little bit about the journey, how long it's been around for and, and how it started? Um, I finished my apprenticeship in 1994 as a mechanic and um, had worked for a few people and decided I'd like to work for myself and I had a few customers uh, from that previous business when we were doing automatic transmissions that said they would follow me. So yeah. I um, opened the shop, which was Manel Motors, up until three years ago up in Hunter Lane in Hornsby. So yeah. just myself on the tools. Yeah. Yeah, and so. Um, so you just started it by yourself, right? No one else with you? No, just myself. Okay. And I think I did about 18 months on my own. And then I employed <laughs> uh, my first employee, who was my brother-in-law, Jimmy. Okay. And Jimmy's now the shop manager here. He um, did a couple of years with me and then went and did a panel beating yep. apprenticeship and finished that and then came back to me probably 12 or so years ago now. So Yeah, wow. Okay. Yeah. And um, after the, the 18 months of bringing on your brother-in-law... What would you have told yourself back then? Would you have hired someone sooner or are you happy with how, how you progressed then? Oh, I think the time has to be right to be able to, you know, support someone. And obviously anyone you're employing, you need to, you know, make sure you can pay them every week because you <laughs> don't want to – I don't like to leave people out in the lurch. So, yeah. yeah so, no, I think the time timing was pretty right. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, so from there we stayed in Hunter Lane until 2002 where we'd – been massively running out of room and I think we had four people or five people working for me then yeah and we moved into Pioneer Avenue at Thornley back in 2002 mm. yeah and was it always this size the the, the space or has it, it grown over time no the whole space at Hornsby was 250 square meters with three parking spots okay um, Thornley was a 1,400 square metre block um, with a 750 square metre building yep. and probably 10 parking spots, uh, something like that. Yep. Um, from there, we uh, had to sell. We'd bought this block of land we're on now, which is an acre, which is 4,000 square metres. Yeah, well. um, the building's 3,200 and there's, I don't know, 50-odd parking spots here. Yep. Um, so we sold Pioneer Avenue to fund buying and building this and we rented a building next door for two years while we did the development. Yeah, so. yeah. And how many people within the business now? Uh, 14. Okay. Yeah. Yep. yep. And what's your role within the business? Um, so I'm, I'm, I'm the owner. Yeah. Um, I try to work on the business, but a lot of the time, <laughs> like a lot of other business owners, you end up working in the business yep. and... You end up um, working. I still work on cars now. I still enjoy that. But yeah, yeah I'll, I'll do anything from driving our truck to doing our deliveries, dropping off customers, doing yeah whatever needs to be done. So yeah. I've got a manager and I've got sales staff and um, you know a general hand that does the running around and yeah. and our mechanics and our apprentices. But yeah. I'll do whatever needs to be done to to. Make things happen, yeah. as, you, as you do when you're self-employed. So. Yeah, definitely. We've well, got to get on the tools, like you said. You've just got to chip in wherever yep. you need to. Yep. And how's it been throughout COVID? Have you seen many changes in, in what you guys do? Uh, April, we slowed right up, um, which I think a lot of people did. Yep. And May, it started to come back. Uh, June ended up being our busiest month ever. So in 24-odd years. Amazing. And I said back in May to a few, other, few of uh, the other associates and people I know, I said, once people realise they aren't going to be able to travel, we're going to be busy. For, I, I said two years. So yeah. we're now um, booked out for with 
big fit outs pretty well for the rest of the year. We've got yeah. room for day to day stuff. We're about a month out in the workshop there. Yeah. Uh, and some people aren't even getting cars that they've ordered new yeah. till next year. So we're going to be busy for quite a while because people won't be able to travel other than interstate, internationally. Right. I mean, would you go and get on a cruise ship now? No, no. no. We, the, people are doing a lot more that's kept to themselves, like in their own car, in their own environment, yep. and therefore the yep. camping and fishing and all that sort of stuff yeah, that requires the lifts on the cars and stuff yep. like that. That's yeah, all important. Yeah, and we can set you up for remote outback travel as well. So yep. if you want to go into a Simpson Desert crossing, you know, we can do all your suspension, all your cargo, you know, drawers and all that stuff, fridges, so you can be self-sufficient for weeks or months on end if you wanted to be so. yeah yeah so someone could bring just a stock you'd in and then you could sit them down i guess find out how does the process work like if they are wanting to do some stuff to their truck or to their car to make it worthy or fit yep. to go camping and all that how, how does the process work well mo- most people have got a very good idea of what they want to do but yep. they would then either phone us or email us or come in and we can go through all their ideas and quite usually well Sorry, quite usually, quite often it will get tweaked a little bit um, because what they're thinking they may need might not be what they actually do need to make it to do what they want to do. Um, And then we can do, yeah, we we go from there and often it can be two, three, four hours over, you know, a week, a couple of days, a month and back and forth and changing and chopping and changing and altering everything to find out what they really want to do and what their expectations are. We have a couple of vehicles here that we have on display so we can go through and show people and they can touch and feel and and see all that stuff and see how it works and see where we may have a better idea or what we might have they might not like at all and we go back to their original idea or something totally different. So, yeah, yeah, everything's customisable. We can chop and change anything wherever we need to to suit each individual. Yeah. Um, And we do a lot of stuff for tradespeople as well, so, you know, for the tradies to carry their loads and all that stuff as well. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And is that to do with their trade specifically or so they could do the Outback stuff whilst using it as a a ute for work and stuff like that? Yeah, we get a bit of both. Okay. A bit of both of that, yeah. Yeah, interesting. So is it just the one choppy that you've got in Thornley or you've got another space as well that you you own? Um, Back in 2006, we opened the shop ARB at Penrith as well. Okay. So, yeah. Yeah. And do you find the two businesses differ in terms of the clientele and the people that go there? Yeah. We, up until probably 10 years ago, we'd never done a canopy okay. um, out here, whereas at Penrith we were doing them all day, every day, and still do. Yeah. Um, we get a lot more um, of the 200 series owners up here because they've got family and, and, um, yeah, that's just the vehicle of choice up here, those yeah. and Prados, yeah. uh, whereas Penrith is, is a lot more dual cab utes in yeah. that market. And saying that, we do do dual cabs here and still lots of them, yeah. So, yeah. but it's just a, just a bit of a mix. So, yeah, yeah, of course. So 24, 25 odd years in business, very yes. long time. Um, yeah. Three key takeaways or learnings that you've taken over that time that you'd pass on to someone else? Um, probably the biggest thing is to treat people how... You want to be treated. Um, if we make a mistake, we'll own it, honour it and fix it. Sometimes we end up owning and honouring things we haven't done. Um, but, but just yeah. keep the customer happy, right? Um, yeah, and treat people how you want to be treated more yeah. than anything. So, yeah, honesty, integrity, um, yeah. pay your taxes, pay your super, <laughs> do all that stuff and, yeah, make sure all those staff and everybody else is paid before you, 
you take your own bit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And that case, that's a part of business ownership, right? You've got to take on board that that's going to be the case, that you're going to have to maybe pay other people first oh, 100%. Um, just to keep your staff there because they're the sort of backbone of the business, right? Yeah, correct. Yeah. Yep. And where's the business to next? Like you've obviously grown a lot. You've done a lot in this space that we're currently recording from today. Yes. W- w- what's the next goal? What's the next five years look like for the business? Oh, I'm really happy with where we're at at the moment, yeah, yeah. to be honest with you. We've moved this shop. Uh, four times mm. um, and like when we moved from next door we shut there on a Thursday and we had seven cars booked in here Monday morning so you know oh, wow. a brand new facility and yeah we ran with all those cars and everything was in and done so yeah um, we've moved Penrith once into a new building we built out there as well so um, I've got 800 odd square meters of off off office space and uh, units out the back here yeah um, that are currently leased out so yeah, well, I don't plan to go anywhere for a while, <laughs> to be honest with you. Sounds like you're pretty entrenched here. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And the area is good. We love, love the area. I grew up in the area, so. Yeah. So you're quite local yourself. You've been here for quite a while. Yeah, I grew up in Warunga, up the Hornsby Hospital okay. side. Um, I went to Normo Boys. Uh, my wife uh, went to Hornsby Girls. Okay. So our son went to school in the area as well. And yep. Yeah. And do you think that's played a big part in your business's journey in terms of the growth of the business? I don't really know on that one to be honest but uh, you know there's you know we've been around in the area for a long time so we do know a lot of people Um, so yeah hard to say yeah taking us back a little bit when you opened up the business first was there a worry or a concern there you didn't know how it was going to go if it was actually going to go well oh 100% 100% luckily enough at the time my wife was earning enough to pay the mortgage (laughs) yeah um, I had to earn enough to put food on the table and pay the rent and, you know, we thought we'd see how it goes and yep. here we are now. So yeah. Roll the dice. An yeah. amazing and there's business. been a lot of hard times over, yep. over the years and a lot of times I'd make a phone call to her and say, don't buy any food, don't <laughs> do anything, we'll just have to eat yep. what we've got. And in the early days, you know, I'd work till midnight, one o'clock in the morning, get up at six the next day and go again and do that four or five days a week. So yep. no, no one sees any of that stuff now. No. Um so, but it's, yeah, part of the journey and, and again, just doing what you had to do to, to make things work. So. Yeah, yeah. I think work ethic's obviously a big player in all of that, isn't it, in terms of business success and, and business growth. Um, like I think that, you know, what the stories my old man used to tell me about what they used to do and my grandparents and my grandfather, what he used to do with several jobs that he was working and the hours that he was working. You, you see it a little bit in this generation, but you don't see a massive amount of it. Is yeah. that something that you've noticed in some of the, I guess, potentially the staff that you've got or people that you know? Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely, and we've got a lot of a lot of good guys, um, but it's certainly different. Yeah, do you think business ownership's harder now than what it was back then, or you think it's gotten easier? Uh, it's, I, I would think it's harder, um, especially with all the online stuff. That doesn't really our stuff's not available online, so that doesn't affect it. But I know I'm guilty of it. You click and you buy something and 10 minutes later you're wondering where your <laughs> tracking number is, you know, because why isn't it here already? Yeah, yeah. Um, so I think. Customers' expectations are higher. Um, yeah, everyone e- expects a lot, but mm. not everything can happen that quickly. So yeah, yeah. and and not being online is that a has that been a decision that you've made on on purpose, or is it just you haven't sort of moved to that? Like, what was what's the reason with online? Because it's such a massive part in what a lot of people do in business. Yeah. yeah. No, look, um, ARB manufactures a lot of our stuff in Australia still, and they've always wanted people to come into store and yeah. get the right advice and you know, see and touch and feel and do all of that, which mm. 
has been really good for us. So, yeah. I, I look, I, I like the no online component. I think mm. it's still got a massive place. Yep. And even in COVID environment where not a lot of people are getting face-to-face, yep. I think there's still a lot of need and people want that human interaction. Oh, 100%. And I think with what you're selling here, you can't just go on and buy something online because some things need to be customised, right? And, you know, mm. like you said before, some people think they may want something and then when they get here, you tell them potentially something yep. different. could be even cheaper than what they're actually oh, 100% or it could just be the terminology that they're using so when they're looking online that you know that could be the wrong terminology mm. um, for something for example like the current Ford Ranger there is seven different bull bars we have available yeah. for okay. a Ford Ranger so you know if you get the terminology wrong you end up at the wrong bar yeah, yeah. Um, whereas face to face we can show pictures and do all that and make sure that they're getting what yeah. they want or why they're buying a particular bar to get the right bar yeah um within those seven bars as well um we can color code all our bull bars so okay. there might be eight different colored ranges out there so yeah. you know seven bars eight colors yeah. you know it's a lot of bars to get you know we sometimes get it wrong yeah. unfortunately <laughs> um you know that's what happens so yeah. Um, the end user has got a much higher chance of getting it wrong when we're doing it all day, every day, and we get a chance. You yeah. know, we, we sometimes, unfortunately, get it wrong. So, yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah. No, look, I think that it's an amazing business, and I've always heard some really, really good things about it. And from the first time coming into the showroom, like you just, I don't know, I, I've never been in something in an environment like this. Like I don't go camping and stuff myself just yep. yet. My kid's not old enough just at this point. But, yep. you know, when you come in, just the service, you can see there's people are smiling, the conversations yep. that have been had, really, really impressive. Like I said, I've heard amazing things about the business. You've been in the area for a very long time. So everyone, uh, I'm sure I talk on behalf of a lot of people to say thanks so much for everything that you're doing. Um, We appreciate you sharing your story on here. Um, If people want to reach out to you, how would they do that? You've got your website that's up there as well. Yeah, we've just got a link from our website goes through the main ARB one because they've got a team of people updating that in every day. But they can always give us a call on 9980-8855 or they can email me direct, which is just Nick at arbthornley.com.au and yeah thank you for those kind words Josh that's okay thanks for being on the show cheers guys thank you for listening to the Everything Local podcast with Josh Saliba we really want to push the community and showcase the local businesses by providing them a platform to tell their story support these businesses by following the podcast on Spotify Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to your podcasts If you are a business or know of a business in the local area and would like to feature them on an episode Please contact Josh Saliba with the contacts provided in the show notes. Tune in next week for another episode of the Everything Local podcast.